Welcome to the Edge Podcast by MGR with your host, David Gill. Hey guys, David Gill here, bringing you the Edge Daily Podcast. We upload every day, Monday through Friday, on every major podcast network. How are you guys doing? So, today is going to be a little bit of a... How how should I explain it? Like a like a I don't want to say nerdy, but but more more technical technical uh podcast because we're talking about data. Um, it's not gonna be boring. Don't just say, "Oh my god, he's talking about data." Click. Obviously, you probably clicked on it already though by the title because I'm pretty sure I have the word data in the title. But I think you know I I wanted to talk about how to actually use data in your business because a lot of people are very confused and don't really know how to go about using data and think that it's some complex process or that you have to have a data scientist on your team or oh that's only for like the smart engineers. No 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 no. Data is for everyone. We now live in the age of big data. Actually, we have been for a few years now, but most people have no idea how to take advantage of that. And it baffles me when I see companies that aren't tracking a lot of very important things that have to do with their business. And the problem is when you're not taking advantage of data, it leaves you in the dark. When you're not using data to make decisions, you're just guessing and leaving your business's future to fate. And when I say it like that, most people are often actually taken back because they've never, they, they say they've never thought about it that way, but you really are just leaving it to fate. So today's episode is all about using data, using information. That's all data is. It's just information. You know, if you think about it, like if you're, right, most people have probably seen these like cop shows where they're trying to investigate a murder and see uh see who who done it right who 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 committed the crime and you know if all the information the cop has or the investigator has is maybe a a witness and then some person who was down the street and heard a gunshot or whatever right or you know someone saw some scuffle going on but didn't know what happened okay well that's not very good information that's not very good data for the investigator to figure out what happened and who the the person is that committed the crime but if they find more information if they find a uh a a strand of hair on the ground or or a fingerprint or a drop of blood right they're able to get that in DNA evidence, right? You know, you have to think about that as it equates to your business. You are the investigator. You're trying to figure out ways to make your business better. And you're saying, okay, what is causing my business to not be as efficient or as, you know, making as much money in this area as it could be? And so you're looking for more information. You're looking for more clues as to why that's happening. And then using those, using that information, that data to create better models to figure out how you can actually improve it. I hope that investigator analogy made sense but anyways let's get right into it you ain't got no money i ain't got no time all these faces looking funny when i'm driving by
So there's two universal problems, or not problems, but obstacles when trying to use data in business. And number one is collecting data, knowing what data you need and how to collect it. A lot of people don't really know how to go about doing that. And two, once you have the data, how to understand it, how to use it, how to know what the numbers are telling you. So let's start with part one, collecting data, figuring out what data you need. That is, you know, most of the time, that's actually not that hard. Now, sometimes it can be depending on what business you're in. But for most people that are trying to figure out, you know, how to get more conversions or how to get more returning customers or how to increase revenue per customer, you know, the data is not that hard to find. And in many cases, people already have the data sets that are needed to figure that out. You know, if you have any type of e-commerce engine then it's likely already got tons of data for you to use at the ready most e-commerce engines do if it doesn't then you should probably find another you know engine um but other times you might not have the data for what you're looking for it, it really depends sometimes if it's a really complex problem then it might be something that you're gonna have to specifically seek out and find data for but in most cases you will probably already have the data like one of the most common types of data that people are not collecting um that they should be though like i'll give you an example is so okay so we as a marketing agency we have to deal with this on a daily which is where sales are coming from right so you know our clients e-commerce engine are is saying hey you generated a whatever X amount of revenue and they're running Facebook campaigns, Instagram campaigns, maybe Snapchat and you know Google AdWords, all types of campaigns. But most people don't know exactly how much money is coming from where. So how do you solve this? Well, it's a thing called targeting pixels. You know, you got to put targeting pixels everywhere. Put them in as many places as you can so you can figure out where these sales are coming from. And all it is, it's essentially just a little piece of code that lets you track across different users across different platforms so that you can better attribute sales and conversions to a specific ad or a platform. And this helps when deciding on marketing budgets in which platforms need more attention as far as making sure you get a good ROI. You know, you have to make sure, okay, well, this platform we're getting a 25x ROI, but this one we're only getting a three times ROI. Okay, well, we need to take a look at that. Can we improve that or is that just not a good place to be spending our money as far as advertising goes, right? So then it allows us to figure it out. But if you're not tracking that data, then you would have no idea and you're just guessing. And so it's really just trying, in that case, we're optimizing for return on investment. That's all we're doing. So that's an example we deal with daily as a marketing agency, but pretty much any efficiency-based problem in business can be solved with data. You know, the point of using data is to find out what is working really well and what is not in your business with pinpoint accuracy so that you can either save more money or make more money depending on the problem that you're trying to solve. So you need to be tracking and recording data for as many individual pieces of your business as you can in order to do a better analysis, which leads into the next point, knowing what to do with your data. How can you analyze it and use it to come up with better solutions? 
Well, I'm going to give you another uh, advertising example because that's what I know best. And, you know, common things that we look at is results by demographic, results for a sales campaign or any type of marketing campaign by demographic. So if a certain demographic we notice through the data is 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 has a trend in which you know a, a certain demo is buying more of this product we want to make sure that it's not a fluke because obviously sometimes it could just randomly that a certain you know 60 year olds for some reason on a sunday bought your product a little more but it, it's just kind of chance but it's not like real but what we'll do is then we'll go and create a separate ad target specifically at you know 60 year olds who live in uh, Chattanooga and we'll see okay are they actually buying more of our clients products and so then if we find out through that test right we run the we run a separate ad specifically targeted only those people and if that gets a much higher conversion rate or we get more revenue per user per individual then we've now found a demographic niche that we can take advantage of to get a higher ROI for our client. So that's again a very common example that we deal with as a as a marketing agency, but most companies out there are going to have to deal with this. And you know, the the easiest way, the easiest way to effectively use data across your business is look at the trends the data is showing you and create a specific test to see if the trend is actually real. It's that that's it. It, it really that, that's it what part of your business do you think is inefficient or you think could be doing a lot better okay then go gather some data that involves that part of your business and look at trends and test for solutions it's funny because as i'm saying this out loud it's it reminds me of just the scientific method that's all it is if you know what the scientific method is it's it's pretty much you know hypothesis Gather data, run tests, look at results. That's it. Rinse and repeat. You've got to have your hypothesis of saying, okay, I think this area of my business isn't super efficient. Gather some data, run some tests, see what you try a few different things, and then look at the results, see if it worked, see what didn't, and then you can then implement those new, more efficient methods. So hopefully that kind of demystifies a little bit how to use data. It's it's really not that hard. It just takes a little bit of effort, a little bit of statistical thinking. And of course, quick plug, we at MGR Agency do all things data, all things marketing, all things, you know, if you need help with your business, we got you. MGRAgency.com, MGRAgency.com. You know, we're, we're data dudes and dudettes. It's what we do. MGR dudes. Anyways, all right, let's get into the news. It's time for the news. So in today's news, Waymo, Google's self-driving car company, got approval in none other than Arizona, by the way, our local state we are based in Phoenix, to create a driverless ride-hailing service. Basically, just like Uber, except there's no one driving. So they got approved by the Arizona state government. Uh, this is the first time, by the way, in the United States, I'm not 100% sure if this has been approved anywhere else in the world, that fully driverless cars have been legalized. And this is actually much earlier than a lot of experts thought 
because the consensus was that legis legalization wouldn't start happening until around 2020. That's what a lot of experts thought. So I just want everyone to know right now that the second the, they actually launch this service, I'm going to grab my camera and vlog myself riding around in a driverless car. I'm going to say it one more time because it's amazing to say driverless car. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be riding around. You know, we're going to have an amazing, Phoenix is just an amazing place. You know, California, there's a reason why Phoenix got it first because we don't have as much stupid legislation as you guys anyways that's all for the news today because you know what nothing else nothing else is gonna, gonna top driverless cars in arizona so come visit arizona come visit phoenix az and get yourself a a robot whip see ya Hey guys, David here. I just wanted to personally thank you for listening to this podcast today. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, it would mean the world to me. It would mean the world to us if you could leave us a positive review on iTunes or wherever you consume your podcasts. It just means a lot to us. We're new. We're just getting started. So if you could help us out, that would be great. And also, we have been putting up some fire content on instagram and on youtube so if you are not already following us or subscribed on instagram and youtube then go to the show notes click those links and follow us there we are posting content daily so be sure to check it out anyways guys thank you for listening and i will see you next time